You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, we're here one day before the NFL draft. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, it's always game day in Buffalo. Our producer, Lucas Buckley, did a great job getting us not only on the audio, but the video version as well. We hope that you've been joining us now that we're on the YouTube channel. Check it all out. In the meantime, Matt, it is just really at our fingertips. We can taste it. We can smell it. The draft a day and a half away from when you and I are talking right now on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, if you're tuning in to listen to this podcast or you're watching this podcast, you probably want draft talk. That's all we've been talking about for really a couple months with my friends, with people at work. Who are the bills going to draft? What are they going to do? I've said this a couple of times. Some people think it's less interesting because they are later in the first round. I think it's more interesting because I think the possibilities are endless on what the Bills could do. They could trade up. They could trade down. They could trade out of the first round completely. Maybe they could make a trade for a star wide receiver in Arizona who has said he wants to play for the Bills. So there's a lot of different outcomes that we could have, and it's all going to kind of come to fruition tomorrow. Yeah, Thursday night is the first round of the draft. The Bills scheduled to pick number 27. Like you just said, anything can happen. I've been asked a few times, you know, would you rather have them drafted early so you're done? Would you rather have them drafted later? You got to stick around. And I'm like, in my job and our job, Matt, we have to stick around no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could draft first overall. They could then, and then, you don't, you're not done. In our business, they could go back into the first round and fans too, right? I mean, they could trade back in. So it's a long night no matter what. But hey, man, it's the draft and it's pretty cool. And we're all down there kind of being a part of it. And I, I've always find it to be a, a really cool night just for everybody to kind of get involved, learn about a lot of these players if you haven't done a lot of research on them, and then maybe follow your own mock drafts and your own mock draft boards and see where it's going. I I also like the chaos part of it. Love it. It feels like the top of the draft just is still unsettled, right? I mean, I think Bryce Young is going number one to the Carolina Panthers, but now there's some rumors based on, of all things, a Reddit post that maybe Will Levis is going number one. What do the Texans do at number two? The Cardinals could trade out of number three. I think it's super cool. I've been thinking about, I don't want to jump off of this draft, but this morning, something you just brought up was very interesting to me. You said the chaos of all of it. Yeah. And I was trying to think back to what this morning was like five years ago, the night of the draft when the Bills ended up taking Josh Allen. So that was five years ago today. We're recording this on April 26th, the day before the draft. And I just remember that year, 
all we did was talk about quarterbacks. It's the same thing yep. as kind of what's happening nationally every single year. Like this year, if you turn on any of the big sports networks, if you read any of the big publications or listen to the podcast, they're talking about CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. We were talking about Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Lamar Jackson, and Mason Rudolph. We were talking about all of those guys and all of the different layers to it. So it's just funny because I think back to that day and it was such a polarizing moment. Like they drafted Josh Allen. And I would think that most people were probably pretty upset with the pick. And it's funny how look at where we are now. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL five years later. Who was your guy in that draft? Well, I have a a favorite out of that group. I loved Darnold. Loved Darnold. But I think Darnold was maybe the most unrealistic for them to ever get. Because I think he was pretty consensus. He would be a top three pick. So if Darnold wasn't on the table, I really liked Rosen. I really liked Rosen. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I give Brandon Bean credit because this is something that I saw Matt Miller post about yesterday from ESPN. And he said that he's had a conversation with a first-time GM. He had this conversation like 10 years ago. And he said, for your first-round pick, you need to take somebody who you know is going to come in and be solid and contribute. And there's not a big chance of failure. Brandon Bean in his first draft swung for the fences. He deserves credit for that. Like Josh Allen had the highest ceiling, but also had the lowest floor, but he did not care. That was his first pick as a general manager in the NFL. And he was willing to, you know, be risky. So credit to him. Yeah, you're right about that. I remember thinking back. I remember in 2017, I was all about Mahomes for that very reason. I actually felt Mahomes had the highest ceiling, but the lowest floor. But we had been stuck in this quarterback purgatory for so long in Buffalo. I'm like, just go after this guy. Go get him. Bring him in. You might as well swing for the fences. Of course, the Bills didn't do that. They made the trade. Then it was apparent they're going to take a, uh, um, a quarterback in the next draft. I felt Rosen would be the safest, best pro. I did. And I said, okay, that's fine. Go get me Rosen. But I was not upset at all with Josh Allen for that same reason. Hey, they're taking a swing here. Let's see how it works out. And obviously, it has worked out. So, yeah, happy five-year anniversary of the Bills drafting Josh Allen and drafting Tremaine Edmonds, by the way. Yes. Let's talk about the Tremaine Edmonds pick. Is Tremaine Edmonds a good draft pick? It's a great draft pick. I think so, too. It's a great there's draft a, pick. If you had, Here's the way I would look at it. Maybe that's a dumb question to ask, but I still think there's people out there, there are Bills fans who say, well, Tremaine Edmonds, you know, five years later, he's not even on your team anymore, and, you know, he, he didn't do this or he didn't do that. And I think, wait a minute. You go to any GM, any front office member, and say, for your first-round pick, you're going to get a five-year starter on your defense who's going to be in two Pro Bowls and help you get to an AFC championship game and then make $18 million on the open market per year? Mm-hmm. I think that GM would say, oh, my God, sign me up right now. I mean, we're going to probably talk about a lot of different positions the Bills could take tomorrow. And if you told me that right now they drafted a guy who would be a multiple pro bowler and would be a starter for five years, but we knew that they were going to leave, you would sign up for that in a heartbeat. No questions asked. Yeah, I, I think that those two draft picks turned out exactly the way the Bills wanted and course they were seven one six seven and 16 right when they drafted back in 2018 josh allen and tremaine edmonds so that can takes i say one to, can i say yeah. one thing yeah. that's the best bills draft class of all time all time all time doesn't that's, beat out 1985 i think it does have you looked a little bit yeah so you bring uh, up 1985 and i've got right. 2018 all right ready 1985 they drafted a guy named Bruce Smith, number one overall, who's only the yes. greatest defensive end who's ever played in this league. Argument I under- with Reggie. Wayne, I, right? I understand that. Yes. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to put it up now because I believe 
That was also the year uh, of the, here the we Bills. Go. Sne- oh, yeah. The Bills 2018 Wait. draft is very, very impressive. Listen, dude, they drafted Andre Reed in the fourth round in '85. Yeah, they but drafted Frank Reich in the third round in '85. They have two Hall of Famers and one of the greatest backup quarterbacks who ever lived to help them get to Super Bowls. Get out of here with the greatest draft draft of all time for the Bills in '18. Okay, Josh Allen. I'm not saying, uh, listen, we don't know. Like, we don't know what's going to happen in his career. Josh Allen and Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds, multiple pro bowler, an awesome player. If he would have stayed in Buffalo, I think my argument is probably stronger. After that, Harrison Phillips, really good career with the Bills, went on to earn a big contract with the Vikings. After that, Taron Johnson, who made one of the biggest plays in franchise history, a really solid player. Saran Neal who's still with the team, a really solid player. Wyatt Teller, who's one of the best players at his position in the NFL. And then after that, I, I don't know if we I'll give you the quality of the overall draft. But man, until you give me two Hall of Famers, uh-huh. right? And one of the best, and, and a really good, and plus Derek Burrows, by the way, he had a bit of an up and down career, but Derek Burrows was a solid player for the Bills. Chris Burkett was a very good wide receiver. I mean, I'd say Chris Burkett's on the level at least of a guy like Harrison Phillips, if you okay. want to compare that. But it's great. I mean, I think it's a really good debate. It's really interesting. Maybe we'll throw it out there to people and see. Hey, I'll open the door to this. I'll give you this. Maybe we're talking in 20 years and I give you 2018. But as of yes. right now, it's not there. I'm going to say 85, best Bills draft ever. But that was a very good draft for the Bills. If and- the Bills win one Super Bowl, if Josh Allen wins yeah. one Super Bowl, I think it, it probably, becomes the best draft class ever. It probably does from, from that standpoint. Um, so let's just real quick talk about Brandon Bean and his drafts. He he was in charge of that 18, and then 19 comes along. They draft Ed Oliver, you know, with their top pick, number nine overall. Now they're in this situation where you feel like Ed Oliver hasn't really quite lived up to his draft status. He's been very good at times. Um, the 2020 draft, 2021 draft, you know, these things are still playing out, I understand. And – there's been a lot of kind of back and forth from some Bills Mafia on just how good Braden Bean's drafts have been. I think he's hit on some. I think he's missed on some. You know what else I think, Matt? Every single GM hits on some and misses on some. I don't think Braden Bean's been incredible at drafting by any stretch. I don't also think that Braden Bean has been terrible at drafting, to be honest with you. I think that that's kind of pretty par for the course. I think right. you make some really good picks, and I think you make some picks that you wish you could have back, and you make some decisions you wish you could have yep. back. Like we were just talking about the 2018 draft class. They moved on from Wyatt Teller too soon. They probably wish that they could keep But he Wyatt gets Teller. credit for the draft pick. He gets discredit that's- for trading him. Exactly. Like he, The thing Brandon Bean, and this is why it was so risky, but this is why also he'll always have it in his back pocket, he drafted Josh Allen. So for the rest of his life, that will be the calling card of like, yeah, you took the chance on Josh Allen and it paid off. I think what the Bills have done a good job of are some of those day three picks. Like there's guys that Taron Johnson, Saran mm-hmm. Neal, Gabe Davis, Tyler Bass. Like there's these players who have been taken on day three who have come in and made a pretty big impact. The area where I think the Bills need to be better isn't day one, it's day two. Because some of their day two draft picks have not lived up to the expectations. We're talking about guys like Boogie Basham, AJ Epinesa, Zach Moss, uh, Cody Ford. They traded up for Cody Ford. Like the jury is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still out on AJ Epinesa, on Boogie Basham, but Zach Moss, that was a miss. Cody Ford, that was a miss. I think so far, I I know that there can be debate on this. I think Greg Rousseau has been a good pick so far. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think the first round picks really, for the most part, have all been good. I mean, you'd wipe out 2020 because, or 2020 because of Stefan Diggs. Yeah, you wipe That's out correct. the 2020 draft because and, of Stefan Diggs. We don't know about Kyrie Elam yet. So far, it mm-hmm. hasn't worked out quite the way they want, but I mean, yeah, we'll see where that goes. They also did draft Christian Benford in the sixth round of the same draft, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, that elevates you know, what he's done so far. And now he's facing a situation where he's picking at 27 or at least slated to pick there. And we heard from Brandon Bean a couple of weeks ago. I asked him about this draft class, how many first round grades you have. He wouldn't be specific, but he said, it's yeah. not great. Well, Matt, we've talked about this on the podcast before we're sitting here just a little bit before the draft, a day or so before the draft, the bills are still at 27. Uh, do you feel like they need to make a move to get that quality? You said you're okay with trading up as long as it's not for, giving up, you know, next year's first rounder. Do you feel it's a move that they should be eager to make because they want to get the proper value or, Hey, unless it really falls to you, don't worry about it. Just stay at 27 or, you know, see how the board falls. I won't hate it depending on who they take, but I've really warmed up to the idea of moving back and adding another pick on day two. And that's just been from the last week, from the last time we talked, me sitting on mock draft simulators and reading everything that I can find and seeing kind of how the board shakes out. You almost approach this like you approach a fantasy football draft where you run these simulations to see, okay, how often is this player available? How often is this player available? And for me, I think the best case scenario for the Bills is that they can get out of this draft with a linebacker and with a wide receiver that can immediately come in and make an impact. Those are the two biggest areas where I think this team needs to get better. So the best way for me to do that, that I think they should be doing that with all of the simulations and the drafts that I've read and stuff is moving back a little bit, adding a pick and then getting Jack Campbell or Drew Sanders. And then somebody like uh, Jalen Hyatt or Josh Downs, like mm-hmm. Josh Downs would be awesome because they really need a slot receiver. You don't want to pick that guy at 27 probably, but if you can move back and you could get him and one of the linebackers, then I think you would be really happy with how this played out. And you would still have, you know, another day two pick who you could come in and maybe that's where you could draft a defensive tackle. That isn't something that everybody is really going to be excited about, but something that your team ultimately needs. Yeah, I think you could say this about a lot of guys, but what you just said, Josh Downs, for example, would be awesome. You could say a lot of guys would be really nice to have. They'd be a lot nicer to have. You can get them at 45 instead of 27, right? If you exactly. go down, something like that. So I agree with you. I think that on top of that, they only have six picks, right? So, I mean, if you could add more picks, the problem is it seems like everybody's in the same boat as the Bills, which is, eh, it's not the greatest top of the top of the first round, but you have some nice second, third round value. So let's try and get more picks there. So I think it becomes a, a lot harder uh, to trade that. All right, it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. Let's tell you where you can find us, as always, in subscribing and on the audio version, iTunes, Spotify, the Odyssey app. We're always here for you. The latest episode drops. And, of course, on my YouTube channel, at Sal Sports on YouTube, we got the video version. You can see Matt. You can see me. And you can always watch previous episodes just like you can listen to them if you're subscribed. Just like our Mike North podcast. It was fabulous. We've had great response, Matt. Loving the fact that so many people have really enjoyed listening to the hour and 20 minutes of Mike North last week. Also really happy we put the podcast out when we did because we were talking about the Aaron Rodgers news and then the Aaron Rodgers news dropped six hours after the podcast went live. So that's what everybody knows. We were debating if we were going to do it after the draft and then said, well, let's do it before the draft. And I'm glad we did as well. 
Yeah, so in the Aaron, we all knew it was coming. We just didn't know when it was going to come. We didn't know if it was going to come at the draft. We didn't know if it was going to come in the middle of the summer. Well, by the time some of you listen to this, Aaron Rodgers will have been formally introduced to the New York media. That's going on on Wednesday afternoon. So, yeah, no, the reception has been awesome. I've had so many people try and pry schedule things out of me the last couple of days. I'm sure it's the same as you. Yeah. Hey, what do you know about this matchup? Hey, what do you know about this matchup? And I am just trying to be very, very, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. This is my educated guess, but I can't say anything for certain. But I will say, started looking for flights for a couple different places, just poking in a couple different weeks to just Mm -hmm. see how things look. I like it. I like it. Now, one of the things that happened, he said on the podcast, we'll get back to the draft talk in a minute to rewind, though. And we really want people to go listen to it. It's awesome. If you're a schedule nerd like Matt and I are and, you know, you want to know where the Bills are playing, when they're playing, all the cool stuff that goes into the schedule, the Bills resonating on primetime, Black Friday possibility, Thanksgiving, all that kind of stuff. London, right? That Everybody wants to know about London, when they playing. He didn't say, but he did say a lot of times you have to kind of piece together the stadiums in London, like Tottenham Hotspur, when they're available. So someone in the UK tweeted us and said, hey, I looked at this. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is booked, except really for October 8th and October 15th. I bet you that's when the Bills play in London, one of those days. I think you would be right. Yep. But we got to get there first. Usually, this is another thing that Mike mentioned, that game usually gets announced before the full schedule. So Mm -hmm. chances are... Early in May, that game will be announced. And then maybe a week later or uh, 10 days later, whatever it is, the full schedule will be released. So if you're somebody who's looking into going to that game, you'll probably only have to wait another week or so to figure out exactly when it is. All right. Let's talk more about the NFL Draft 2023 kicks off on Thursday night. 